This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy Wednesday, Jason Walker Show. In the off-the-wall advertising man cave, all set for a big one. We're going to have a lot of fun today, as we always do here on the Jason Walker Show. Appreciate you tuning in. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube anytime. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports. You can go to jasonwalkershow.com for everything. You can go to Spotify. You can go to iHeart. This show is heard in 50 states and 56 countries. And Continental Divide Radio kicking into high gear as well. It is... Awesome, and appreciate you uh, joining us each and every day here on the Jason Walker Show. Coming up today, we're going to check in with East Helena coach Tyler Murray. Picked up the first uh, win of the season last week at Harden. Tough one coming to town to uh, East Helena on on Friday nights. We'll talk to him about that. And ButteCast.com host, writer, Tapper Light, Bill Foley will join us to talk about, well, a couple of dudes on Facebook and we'll talk, we'll talk a lot of, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff with Bill Foley coming up. You're going to want to hang out for that. So looking forward to it. The walk up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry, three distinct divisions. So you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. They've, uh, they've got over 50 years experience. They have the finest craftsmen available in the West. They are amazing. You can check out Montana Custom Log Homes at yourcustomlog.com. Coming up later this month, we'll actually be hanging out, I believe, with Art and his lovely wife, Robin, as we uh, check out our property and see what they can do with our the property we own, or my wife, mostly. <laughs> I think she put my name on. I don't know. Um, and uh, build a cabin up there next year, hopefully. So, uh, Hanging out, like I said, in the off-the-wall advertising man cave. They are the absolute best. If you need anything done advertising-wise, get a hold of Chase and off-the-wall advertising here in Helena. They will take care of you across the state. Still got pitchers trickling in from... Washington Grizzly Stadium, from Bobcat Stadium, from opening weekend of people seeing our posters everywhere in the restrooms at uh, both. Also, you know, we're everywhere. Missoula, Bozeman, Helena, Butte, Great Falls, Kalispell, Billings. Love it. Thanks to Off the Wall uh, Advertising. Uh, you can wait on the show anytime at Jay Walker Sports. You can tweet us there. You can email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. 
And uh, check out Jason, or, uh, Continental Divide Radio at uh, jasonwalkershow.com as well. Starting with, um, you know, I've been saying this for a long time. And and it's really it's really true, but and you know I'm not a a, a huge grizzly. Fan. I'm a bobcat, unabashedly bobcat, right? But there was some news that came out, I believe yesterday. Um, and I'm trying to find the story, but. For 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 a long time, I mean, really, what twenty years, and we'll say fifteen years. What Carroll College meant to the Frontier Conference, what it did to the Frontier Conference, and the entirety of the NAIA is the same thing that the Grizzlies did with the Big Sky Conference and. The uh, FCS as a, a Division One AA FCS as a whole. Everybody had to elevate their game to keep up. You saw new stadiums, new all sorts of new things, and you know weight rooms and and whatnot. So everybody had to elevate. You saw Rocky do it. You saw. Teams across the NAI do. You saw Tech get new facilities, turf. You saw, you know, Montana Western's getting a new uh, stadium and its own stadium with turf. And MSU Northern with its turf. Carroll's the only one left with grass. The Grizz were the same way. Grizz had to ele- Everybody else had to elevate to keep up with the Grizz. And you saw it with, you know, renovations to Bobcat Stadium. And then you started seeing it across the rest of the, the conference and the FCS. I mean, Southern Oregon and the NAI in the frontier, Eastern Oregon. New facilities. Well, Carol announced yesterday that by the start of next football season, uh, the Nelson Stadium Enhancement Project which will mean turf and stadium lights, which is a long time coming. You, you play soccer on that field. You play football on that field. It's like vigilante in, you know, late season, a lot of wear and tear, a lot of, a lot of you know, weather. It's tore up because it's natural grass. I think Helena's uh, high schools, double A, are still the only ones without turf. And vigilante is just falling apart. Nelson Stadium, long time coming, $5 million. They're, they're raising it, but they'll have turf and lights installed by the start of next season. And it's long overdue. So fantastic news if you are a Carroll College fan. I was talking to a guy the other day on the golf course who's on the, on the part of the board of directors or whatever they call themselves, but... He said they had looked at adding seats where the hillside is, but that would cost more than the turf and the lights. So that's getting done, and kudos there. And uh, now they can, you know, you've got Crosstown Soccer that's played on that field, but now you can have Crosstown football up there. 
under the lights. You can have, you know, minor concerts. You can do a lot of things now. And it, it's a good good thing. And it brings Carol up to date now. With the rest of the frontier. And really most of the NAI. So there is that news. Uh, let's see, what else did we uh, see? Oh, the high school f- power rankings are out. 406mtsports.com, the ones I trust. And yeah, Class AA, man, it's going to be a, it's a six, seven horse race. Glacier on top at 2 and 0. They outscored their opponents like a lot to a little. 49 to or 93 to 7. They've outscored opponents. Uh, you got Bozeman at 2 and 0. Cliffhanger wire uh, coming down to the wire to beat Helena High in the opener. Rolled Butte last week. Gallatin 2 and 0 beating Capital in week 1. CMR's 2 and 0 on the year. And Helena High ranks number five. So that's the double-A poll. Class A, the usual suspects. Hamilton, Lewistown, Big Fork, Dillon, Columbia Falls. No billing central in there, however. You got uh, Class B, Florence Carlton has outscored its opponents by a ton. 27-0 over Jefferson, 47-0 over Townsend in the first two weeks. Defending champs looking like the defending champs. Columbus, number two, Eureka, three, Loyola, four, Red Lodge, five, and then Joliet, Big Timber, Manhattan, Thompson Falls, and Jefferson getting votes after pasting Cutbank last week. In eight-man, it's Fairview, Circle, Ennis, Fort Benton, Shoto, R. Lee, Valley Christian, Plentywood, St. Ignatius, and Sims. And in six-man, Freud Lake, Big Sandy, Power Dutton Brady, Roy Winifred, Savage, Denton, Geyser, Stanford, and whoever else. Who DGSG. Oh, is it Geraldine? 2-0. Harlow, Rygate, Judith Gap at 7. Centerville, 8. Westby, Granora, 9. And Knoxon coming in. At number 10, those are the latest rankings across the state of Montana. Jason Walker Show brought to you in part by Nitro Green. Make sure you check out Nitro Green next year. They will keep your lawn looking good. They'll do uh, sprays for insects, rodents. They're awesome. Had our fantasy draft last night. Two years ago, I was... My first year in our league, I won the whole thing. Last year, I took second. Back to redeem the title or reclaim the title this year. Here's my here's my roster, okay? And you can let me know what you think. Add Jay Walker Sports. Call or text. Phone number 406-209-1267. You can also email Jason JasonWalkerShow.com. Okay. Josh Allen, quarterback. I feel like that's a good pick. I got Nick Chubb at running back along with Najee Harris. 
picked up Najee Harris in the third round, texted Jefferson coach Clint Lang. He said that's a great pickup. T. Higgins, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett are my wide receivers. Got A.J. Dillon, backup running back in the flex position. Tyler Bass of Buffalo, my kicker. Then I got George Kittle and Kyle Pitts to throw in. Kenny Pickett's my backup. And Atlanta Falcons defense. I feel pretty good about that going into the year. Starts tomorrow. NFL season does. So looking forward to that. Wanted Travis Kelsey. Wasn't sure if he was going to play this week. Somebody else drafted him. But I'm okay. I actually almost went Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes back-to-back picks. That would have been awesome. Uh, But I only need Kenny Pickett for really one week when Josh Allen's on his bye. But Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, A.J. Dillon, my running backs. I like it. And it's funny because running backs are usually the first ones drafted, even though it's a quarterback wide receiver driven league, right? But you got to have a good running back. And I think I got three really good ones. And for the first time, potentially ever, in all my fantasy years, I have zero Dallas Cowboys. Not one. But I also don't have any Washington Redskins or Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think I have anybody from the NFC East. I don't. Hmm. Interesting. All right. That's my fantasy team. Weigh in on it if you'd like, at Jay Walker Sports. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And I'm so excited. We've had some Twitter battles over the years. This was eight, nine years ago with Bill Foley from uh, used to be Butte uh, Sports. Now it's he's on his own, Butte Cast. Um, become friendly over the years. That's usually what happens when people mature, i.e. me. Um, and while we don't disagree or agree on everything, he's still a fun interview. So Bill Foley will join us to talk about a couple of, um, how do I phrase this? Airheads? <laughs> bullies. We're going to use the word bullies. And we're also going to check in uh, with Bill about just great stories that he's covered in the past, great coaches, and uh, a whole lot more. It's going to be a fun conversation. Also going to check in with Tyler Murray, vigilante football coach from East Helena. Big game coming to Billing Central coming to town. It's interesting. The vigilantes have won two varsity games in their entirety, both on the road. Last year at Browning, this year at Harden. Can they knock off Billing Central, the runners-up last year? At home, that would be awesome. So he's on the way. Also, uh, what else? Oh, on this day in history, the walk-off, a whole lot more. The walk-up is presented by Montana Custom Log Homes. They are the premier log home company in the industry, three distinct divisions. They are veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned, and operated. Check them out, yourcustomlog.com, to get started today. Bill Foley from ButteCast.com. And wrote a great article in yesterday, Tapper Light. We'll talk about that 
when we return to the Off the Wall Advertising Man Cave right here on the Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajuns this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. If you are truly looking to get away for a weekend, let Auto Concepts get you started. Introducing the Overlander Camping Setup. The tent fits right on top of your truck, sleeps three, and features an LED light bar and USB connections. It's easy to travel with and pack up to get you away from everyone and up off the ground. Auto Concepts also will get your rig detailed to look good for the summer to make sure your vehicle looks sharp inside and out. Auto Concepts does window tinting, lift kits, cattle guards, and more. Everything your vehicle needs. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Jason Walker here, and if you're like me, some nights are mine to cook at home, and there's only one place that I know I can trust for a quick, easy meal for my family. Dinner's Done Right. When I stop into Dinner's Done Right, I trust that there will be a great selection of food that is healthy and easy to cook, either that night with their ready-to-make dinners, or I can plan for a weekend dinner from their frozen choices. And when I'm out and about in town, I know I can stop in for the grab-and-go salad bar with the freshest ingredients and homemade dressings. For monthly menus and more, visit dinnersdoneright.com. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Little Georgia satellites to get your Wednesday rolling. Keep it rolling. However, whatever time you might be listening or watching this at jasonwalkershow.com. Welcome back. Off the wall advertising man cave. And we talked about it last week, but there's a couple of dudes on Facebook that are really just online keyboard warrior bullies. They like to pretend that they care about your kids and that they do talk about double-A football for your kids. But really, they're just wannna-be media members. And for a couple years, they tried really hard. And then people started disagreeing with them. And it's like politics. If you don't share my opinion, then you're cut off, blocked, canceled. Well, Bill Foley is one of the guys that they've blocked. Bill Foley is a great sports writer, been in, uh, been right, covering Butte sports for a long, long time, started Butte sports back in what, 07, 08, went out on his own. Now it's the Butte cast. You can check out Tapper Light at his Twitter page at Foley seventy four or at Foles F O L E S seven four. And he joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Mr. Foley, I guess it's been, I don't know, a year or two since I had you on the show, but uh, how's the life been treating you since you went out on your own? It's been good. Uh my new boss is kind of a jerk sometimes, you know, but uh, I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, actually my wife's still my boss. I try to pretend like I'm my own, I'm my own boss, but you know, we all know better than that. I also know but, how that uh, goes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, th- things are good. I'm, I'm really enjoying my, you know, the, with, working with the podcast and doing my own thing. It's just, uh, kind of fun. It's kind of nice to go to sporting events and just sit and watch, you know, and don't have to, uh, not have to, you know, write or take pictures and stuff. Although sometimes I miss, you know, I still miss some in the big games, you know, the football games, especially, you know, sure. right at the bottom afterwards. But uh, I don't, I certainly don't miss the other 17 games I had to write about that night after covering, <laughs> you know, Butte High or Central. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you had some good stuff to write about with Dougie Peoples and Butte Central and. Oh, know. it's been a good run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, uh, they, yeah, we they started to watch. sports. When we started Butte Sports uh, 2012, Butte High took off on a magical season, you know, yep, yep. which was a lot of fun. It ended with Jake Dennehy's improbable kick, I'll say. You know, Jake says he had it all the way, you know, but, <laughs> you know, I think the rest of us weren't so sure. <laughs> but uh, that was it was, a, it was a great run, you know, kind of 
that's pretty much where the book ends, you know, started with the kick and ended with Dougie's incredible uh, oh. performance. Everyone talks about the shot that he hit, but that wasn't even close to his biggest play of that game. <laughs> but uh, No, it wasn't. It was, and it wasn't a surprising shot either because I've seen Dougie make that about a thousand times. Well, you know, going back to that shot, Bill, is, is what surprised me about it is Lewistown knew he was going to take the shot. Like, how yeah. do you not have five guys on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I would have had all five. Yeah, that's for sure. They they had two, and they but they didn't pick him up soon enough. You know, no. they, they they just they, they figured they pick him up at NBA range, oh. and as soon as they went to step out, you know, he was passed behind NBA range. You know, and his release was just too quick, and they were just uh, a little too a little too late. I'll never forget uh, being on a call on on NFHS for that and, and trying to film yeah. it, trying to call it. Like, you're looking through your phone and trying to do the play at the same time and yeah. magical That was moment. a great call, by the way. I, I, I've listened to it a thousand times now, too. Thank <laughs> so you. I appreciate that. That was a fun call. Yeah. Uh, and you just don't know what to say because you know he's taking the shot, and if it's not good, they're going to OT. So Yeah. Well, the funny thing is is uh, I talked to Jesse Lazovich. You know, he's uh, one of the officials on the, on the call. Mm-hmm on the game and uh the, he was at about 9.3 seconds or more on the 10 you know for for the 10 seconds uh yeah. violation because he he in Dougie said he didn't realize you know because that big the big grizzly there you can't really tell the 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 half court is easy and uh yeah he was just walking it slowly and you know the year later with the shot clock it would have been obvious when the 10 second was you know because uh, sometimes when officials account sometimes they're faster than others you know Sometimes they're slower. I think they were going slow. So it, it, it was really close to a 10 second violation. That could have been one of the biggest calls you'd ever seen. It might have been a, oh. speaking of fan behavior, there may have been a riot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that is a perfect lead in, Bill, to our, uh, our, our topic for the day. And that is the Montana AA football page. We're talking with Bill Foley. He is the host and the writer of Tapper Light. You can check him out on the Twitter, but, um, those guys are at it again. I talked about it last week on the show, Tyler and Doug. And I know you didn't write about their names, but Tyler calls himself the Mac Daddy of AA football. And what a great article yeah. you wrote yesterday talking about <laughs> basically these two guys causing issues in AA football like they've done the past few years. Yeah, it's just uh, it, it's really sad that it just keeps repeating itself. And I guess the, the best thing, like I like to say, the best thing we could do is ignore them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got a couple of people talk to me. So, well, when you mention them, you're giving them publicity. I'm like, well, I, I just, I'm pointing out not to, not to look at them, you know, <laughs> you know, so, but uh, you got to call that kind of stuff out, you know, and when they're calling out coach Mahelish, oh. who's my, one of my friends, one uh, just a good guy, you know, does things the right way. And they're calling him out because he doesn't want his kids talking to him after all this stuff they started. I, I just, just, it just shows you that they're not really a legitimate media outlet. No, and that, I mean, they're trying to be, even though they deny it in their videos, but they definitely yeah. are trying to be. I mean, that's what people on the internet are trying to do these days. Um, yeah. You know, and, and you're a legit media guy. I consider myself somewhat of a legit media guy, although I don't have a well, journalism I can, degree. I consider you as well, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to me, it's like these guys – are trying to live out their best glory days through other people's kids. And, you know, they, you brought up Coach Mahelish. Well, it, they didn't, he didn't want him, or he, he said he never, he told me he never heard of these guys. 
Yeah, and that's why he is probably you know, true. <laughs> you know, he didn't want his his kids being on the on the show and, or on their show page. And it's like, what's the big deal? I mean, it, I I just have a problem with these two guys because they immediately the first thing they always go their standby is come say it to my face and let's yeah. meet in person. And that, yeah, <laughs> they're bullies. Yeah, they're complete bullies and. You know, and I dealt with the other one, you know, I don't even like mention his name, the angry sidekick in Helena. Uh, I dealt with him with another issue over the years, which, uh, it's an unfortunate thing, but he, he threatened to beat me up. He threatened to, you know, jump me at, at the Tech Carroll game. Why you better watch your back kind of oh, yeah. stuff. And then he, in one time, uh, it was kind of funny was, uh, somebody was asking me about him uh, a couple years ago up at Carroll. I was up at Tech Carroll game and, uh, I was talking to Matt Stepanis, who asked me about it, you know, that athletic director at Montana Tech. And he says, what is with that guy? And I go, I don't know, man. He, it's kind of crazy. He, he calls me names and says stuff, accuses me of things. And then I reply to it. And then he deletes my reply and says more insults. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he, the guy, he must have just been standing right behind me, stalking me. He jumps in my face and points and says, you are an effing liar and this and that. <laughs> was, and Matt just started laughing like crazy. It was really, you know, we laughed about it. But it was really bizarre, you know. I not that I felt threatened in any in any way, you know. Even if he was a tough, big, a big tough guy, you know. Yeah, I, I had you're a big guy. Tech with me too, <laughs> but, but yeah, I wasn't afraid of him, you know. But he, you know, he didn't get, he didn't say he was going to fight me then. But he just it was just really weird, and uh, the anger there, you because then this is after I thought we shook hands and I thought everything was resolved from our previous argument, you know, right? That had nothing to do with class of white football. So, uh, but these guys, they just they want to constantly be in an argument and and, and threaten to fight people, which which is really funny is when Mac Daddy threatened to meet anybody in Butte. <laughs> John Thatcher said, you know, I'm in, <laughs> and uh, you know, John's seventy six years old, I think now. And uh, I think he at least at least had enough sense to to drop it when John Coach Thatcher stepped in, you know. Well, and, and I mean that Thatcher name. I mean, come on, it's you know, if Coach yeah. Thatcher at seventy six can still whoop your ass, you you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, and he. I, I tell you what, if John Thatcher wanted to fight me even at seventy six, I'd join the witness protection agency. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm always on Coach's good side. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I was doing Carroll games, you, you were on coach's good side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing to be on JT's good side. That's for sure. Well, and you bring up the guy in Helena, and I remember a couple years ago, you know, he threatened me over the phone, and he's like, this is why you got fired. None of the students at Carroll College, the athletes, nobody respected you, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. dude, come on. Give it up. Like, I got let go for whatever reason. It. We. I've moved on. You guys should move on. And he just, they can't move on when, because you brought up the, the title game a couple of years ago when Mac daddy decided to make it about himself and even yelling at his wife. Yeah. Yeah. That was just crazy. And at the time, you know, uh, you know, I've done a lot of stupid things and got heated and gotten some arguments, Sure, but after my team wins, you know, when I'm that invested and my team wins, you know, you, you could have burned my house down after the Bears won the Super Bowl in 1985. <laughs> and I would have been that. I'd have been laughing. I'd have been the happiest guy around. You would have lit you know, the match. But, yeah, I would help. <laughs> but uh, but to, to get that angry after your team won and then to go out and, and it 
And I think, I think, um, there may have been some, uh, uh alcohol involved in that rant, <laughs> but, uh, it, it, it's just completely stole the spotlight from those young men and coaches who, who were part of something really, truly special mm-hmm. two years in a row undefeated. And all people were talking about that weekend after that was that Mac daddy, uh, just crazy video that was out there that just took this, took the spotlight from them, kind of tarnished it a little bit and. You know, and luckily, you know, most of us know Coach Oliver, and we respect him and mm-hmm. and, and what that team did. It was just it was just kind of sad that an adult, you know, was making it about himself after a team wins like that. It was just 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 sad, as I guess is the only thing I can say. We're talking with Bill Foley. He's a host of Tapper Light. He also writes a fantastic article. It comes out every Tuesday on his Twitter. You can check that out. Uh, and, and you go back to what they said about Coach Mahalish and his players and, and whatnot, and, and he said, you know, he was maybe he's butthurt because I didn't put him in the top five or top ten or whatever it is. Um, but, I mean, we all agree that Coach Mahalish is a class act, does things the right way, and he has for forever between Capital yeah. and Carroll. Um, but I liked in your article when you said, I agree that someone was butthurt, but it certainly wasn't Coach Mahelish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, even if Coach Mahelish did see that, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of coaches about polls over the years, and there's only one time that they like a poll or bring up a poll, and that's when they are disrespected in a poll, you know? Right. Uh, you know, it's I've seen coaches, you know, Doug Peoples one time, Butte Central had a, had a great team. I can't remember what. I can't remember if it was in 14 or if it was 13. They were pretty good, but they were ranked number one one week. They won. They dropped down to like two or three. And I saw Doug People say, you know, it's firing up his offensive line. They they ranked, they dropped us down because he, they don't think you guys are good enough, you know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that's kind of, you know, he inspired them. And, and if you would have just, if they just stayed number one, they coaches like, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to talk about polls. But yeah. the only time they talked about them is when they're voted really low. So even if, you know, as a coaching tool, it's it's great. Oh yeah. So I'm sure Coach Mahelich would have loved it if they ranked him ten. Oh, so <laughs> you know, 100%. If, he, if he thought, yeah. But I, but he, but I, I believe him a hundred. You know, hundred percent too that he he had no idea that they ranked him. I'm sure he didn't didn't look at that. You know, he's he's focused in on his team. You know, and uh, yeah, and and of course, one thing these guys losing the whole thing, which. I think Harry Gregg really gets, and most of the coaches get, is, is Harry one time told me that people think my job is to win football games. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much more about high school football than winning games. You know, obviously you try to win, but you're helping build better, better men, turn yeah. these young men into, into, into men. And, and that's why my, my son's a sophomore at Butte High. He's playing uh, a little bit of JV and, I'm just really happy that he gets to play for a guy like Gary Gray, you know, and he's going to learn life lessons and he's going to do, go on to do great things in part because he plays for Gary Gray. And that has nothing to do with the win loss. rate. Well, and you, you brought up uh, before we, we came on the air was, you know, the the kid you interviewed, uh, Nate Dolan's son before East West Shrine game. And he put it in perspective. He's like, I don't care who wins this game. It doesn't really matter. It's all about the Shriners Hospital. And that's the way coaches are in high school and even college. And you've talked to enough coaches to know, yeah, the wins and losses eat at them. But they don't show that to the team. They, you know, Lon Carter, track coach, longtime track coach at Carroll and weight guy, or at uh, Capital, rather, 
hugely involved in his kids. I remember interviewing him one time when Kyle Nichol signed to play basketball at Carroll. And this was right after a film session where he was, you know, yelling at the players or the, the track athletes, like, dude, we got to do better. You got to, you know, work harder. And, and then I come out and I, the first time I ask him about Kyle Nichol, he starts tearing up. These guys care about the kids, whether it's boy sports, girl sports. And like I said, it moves on into college where they're melding young men and women into productive men and women in society. Forget the student athlete part. They're just people. Yeah. And I think that gets yeah. lost with the double A football pages. They don't care about these kids. They really don't. These kids give them something to talk about. Yeah, and then and, and I can see why a coach wouldn't want their players to talk to them too. You know, if they said fifteen of the sixteen coaches, you know, talk to them and had players talk to them. But yeah, why would you want your guys to talk to somebody when two weeks down the line maybe they're going to take a shot at them just so they can on one of their videos get some more clicks and brag about how many how many hits they're getting. Well, and that was on the one website, of the but most of them are negative, you know. Yeah, that was well. But if you post a negative comment, you get blocked immediately, and they delete it. Yeah, because it's it's yeah. it's you know it's almost like politics, and I, I whatever side you're on. But if you don't believe in, in if you if you don't listen to that side and don't agree with that side, you're done. You're you're nothing. They're going to block you. You're out of the loop. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, Call your names. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really it's it's sad, and that's what social media has done. You know, I I, I think oh. me and you are probably I don't think we're on the same side in every political issue. Some of them we are, some of them we're not. But we're not calling each other names. No, but you see that in social media a lot. You used to, you know, I, I you know, of course, you know, I come from Butte. You know, I was, you know, you're you're. I was taught from a young age that I'm a, I'm a Democrat, you know, right from my mom and dad, you know, I didn't even know what it meant, but, uh, you know, the Republican was a bad name and the Democrat was a good name, you know, but, you know, of course, growing up, I see, you know, I agree with some on each side, you know, different times, but I have friends who are Republicans, you know, uh, you know, I'm more of a, you know, I'm, I guess I, I, somewhere, you know, a moderate kind of guy, mm-hmm. but yeah, you can be friends with them. You can you go and have a beer with them. You can you can goof off. You can play fantasy football with them stuff. But suddenly, this social media over the last you know fifteen years or so has just turned it into you know people can sit back and and argue and and I got caught up in some things over the years with you know when certain issues came up. You know, yep. I've had a couple people, a couple longtime friends unfriend me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I try not to even talk politics at all anymore. But, well, but yeah, it's yeah. really got that's had added to a device, and it's bad enough when it's it's tearing us apart politically. But when it's doing this to high school sports, it's just it's not right. No, it's not. And you know, the the dude in Helena, I, I know you don't, you're not going to say his name, but you know, <laughs> it's it, he he the vitriol, the key. I call it keyboard warrior. And, you know, yeah. a lot of people on social media do. And honestly, Bill, if I didn't use social media as my platform for my show and radio station, I wouldn't even be on social media because that's yeah. how much has changed same over the last 15, 20 years. And it, yeah, it, 100% same. Yep. And, you know, you and I have had disagreements. You actually unfriended me once, and now we're back. And, oh, did I? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was my early days of uh, covering and, and doing games no. for Carol. Um, I, I, I com- remember. don't even remember. <laughs> I complained about an official's call. And, and oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's water under the bridge. I was 10 years ago yeah. almost now. And, 
Yeah. And, you know, I, I get a little self-righteous from time to time. Oh, we all, we all do, Bill. We all do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like they just, they're bullies, they're keyboard warriors and they're, you know, I, I put it up a uh, comment on your article and I'll take full credit because I've said it on the show many times about them. They're wearing their Letterman's jackets to Applebee's reliving their glory days that they really didn't have. Yeah. Yeah, they probably, I don't even know if they had letter jackets. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Nate certainly did. Nate was a great high school player. Yes, and good college and, athlete, yes. Yeah. And, I, and of course, I should say that I didn't know Nate was involved with that website when I wrote that column because I've been blocked from it, from that fan, from that mm-hmm. page. So yeah. I had, so when what I wrote had, you know, wasn't about Nate at all. No. Nope. Although I, I don't know if he fits into that category with the other two or not, but yeah, my, mine was certainly not about Nate, who I don't really know him. I know him on. Actually, I know him uh, from social media, and I remember his name when he played for the Grizzlies. But, but uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't about him as much as the other two. Yep. And I don't know if they ever played anything. Not that you have to, you know, you don't have to have played college or high school or college football to have an opinion on football. But it just they sure fit the stereotype of the people trying to live vicariously through their kids when they never did anything in the first place. Yep. Well, you know, and, and, and here's a little, little, little ammo on Nate. I saw him last week in the tailgates of the cat, uh, home opener against Utah tech. And he was wearing a Bobcat shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I wish I had gotten boy. a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His boys over there. And that's, uh, yeah, I've seen that a couple of times. You know, I, I Scott Guernsey was really worried about that when his boy was talking about going to catch. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think Scott stepped in with the big guns, but I've seen like uh, uh, R.J. Fitzgerald. You know, his dad and uh, uncle were part of the Grizzly National Championship team in '95, yep. and I know uh, they had to switch colors. I can't remember. That must be pretty tough when you when you're in the middle of the ball when you play in that rivalry. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you this: Who would be more upset if their kid went to Bozeman to play sports, to play football? Scott <laughs> Guernsey or Bobby Houck? Probably Bobby. Yeah, because you uh, think so? Yeah, because Ger- Ger- I think Guernsey would rent a hotel room in Bozeman. Oh. Uh, Bobby Houck was Livingston. <laughs> 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 they take the team to Livingston. They, you, you know that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, happened. They, they <laughs> that, that was under his first term. I remember when he got hired back, and we're kind of yeah. getting off the topic a little, but this is fun. I remember when he got hired back for the second time, and I had him on the show. I said, all right, you, you supposedly have softened with the media and everybody else. <laughs> I want you to say Bozeman, Montana State, or Bobcats. And he said, I haven't changed that much. <laughs> I don't think he has though. And I think his some of his kind of came from from what I always heard is he was flying to to uh Bozeman to interview for the job before he got the Grizz job obviously. Oh. For, and uh and he found out when he landed that they hired Mike Kramer, so he didn't get the interview. Oh, okay. And Could you I imagine think, that though? If he'd have been the coach yeah. and, and Timmy with the the tradition with the Grizz, yeah, it would, yeah, it would be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, if, if Bobby got that job, and I don't know if that's you know, of course, I have Bobby's never confirmed that to me, but I've had some reporters tell me that you know, oh, funny. I think that stems from it, but it's the rivalry too. You know, it's kind of funny when him and uh, the previous Bobcat coach, uh, Ash. oh, I can't even think, yeah, he. Uh, they, Bobby blocked him on Twitter. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know, and it was just a funny, you know, and they block each other. Uh, uh, they just, just to, you know, and that was kind of funny to to do that. Yes, but yeah, but 
but the cat grizz thing, that drives me nuts in a lot of ways too. You know, I can understand Bobby being all fired up in it, but the, like, I, I really hate when people wear the FTC or FTG hat. Yep. yep. You know, I just, I'm, of course, you know, there's probably people say, Matt Vince and I wrote columns back in the early 2000s, you know, we used to write columns from Maloney. And, you know, we made fun of the Bobcats when they had all their arrest problems and stuff. Yep. Under Coach Kramer, but, uh, you know, I grew up a Cats fan and I'm going to UM. And now I'm for the, I always say I'm for the team that has the most Butte kids. And then second, if they're, if there's a tie or they don't have any Butte kids, I go for the Montana kids. <laughs> so right now, uh, my daughter goes to UM, but it, of course, you know, Tommy Mott, I'll never cheer against him, but now Big Jake Olson's starting to tie in for the Grizz. So I just watch, I'll just cheer for the Butte kids and the Montana kids in the game. You know, and, and, uh, I love that rivalry. And I, I was on the other side of it. I grew up in Bozeman. My dad's a two-time grad. I went to MSU. I did PA announcing for 16 years there between football, basketball, yeah. and all that. And, and yeah, I mean, and you brought it up in your article about the FTG, FTC, and, you know, Flint Rasmussen, who we all respect, has brought that up, too. Oh, yeah. Just cheer for your team. You don't have to be yeah. so angry about it all the time. And people are like, well, yeah, that's the rivalry. You know, but, you know, you're probably different than me because I'm not going to root for the Grizz ever in any <laughs> anything. I mean, I loved yeah. Coach Selvig. Absolutely love Coach Selvig. Had the biggest crush on Shannon Kate when she was playing there. Um, like we all did, yeah. Right. <laughs> I was – when she was taller than me, I walked by, she was sitting down. I'm like, yeah, that is never going to happen. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah, and it's it's people like that and the guys that run the AA Prep football page on Facebook that that are causing ref shortages, causing coaches not to want to coach, and yeah. and and then causing problems, you know, because these guys will go out and give kudos to a coach one game, and then they'll rip him the next for his decisions. And yeah. they're hypocritical. They're bullies, like I said. And I just, I haven't been blocked yet, so I'm sure it'll happen after this interview. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, you cheer for your team and you respect your opponent. I think. Uh, yeah. Even as a coach, if you don't like, you got to respect your opponent, right? Every, any player goes in, you have to respect your opponent. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, you want to win. You try your hardest to win, but you don't have to hate the other side. And, no. and that, yeah, that's what they, they push. And, and as I said in, in my column, that if you, you get blocked, you, you're one of the lucky ones because then you, <laughs> you, you, you can't see that crap anymore. <laughs> no, very true. Uh, and I, it probably wouldn't fire me up and get the high blood pressure going, you know, as much as it does. But these are some yeah. kids, and that's what, you know, you have a job because of kids. I have a job because of these kids that we yeah. cover and get to tell their stories in a positive manner. We don't rip on kids. We don't rip on coaches. I mean, I'll rip on Bobby Houck, but it's fun. Um, yeah. You know, but things like that. And that goes back to the rivalry. But aside from all that, I mean, I love having, you know, I didn't know who Dougie Peoples was. And I've talked about it to with him on the show after he hit that shot was, dude, you're a completely different person on the court as you are off the court. And when yeah, you get to sure. know these kids and get to know these coaches, I've hung out with Coach Houck down in Billings at, you know, the, the Football Hall of Fame. He's a great guy until it's game yeah. day. And then he flips a switch. And there's coaches that are like that. They're just complete, total, you know, different guys, except for Clint Lang at Jefferson because he's always a football. I mean, he's always fired up. He's always turned on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, is Bill, it, it, it's just it, 
treat these kids with respect, treat these coaches with respect. You're not out there coaching. Let these guys. Yeah. And if you, and I know you've probably brought this up um, with Hellgate basketball parents a couple years ago. Just let the kids play. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's funny you bring up Dougie Peoples and people not liking coaches or thinking coaches are not not the person they are when they're on the field. Is Dougie Peoples' his dad Doug? is one of the most intense guys you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And there was, a, there was a situation, I think, in 2014 where him and uh, Coach Stan and Billing Central bumped into each other at halftime, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just as much Coach Stan's fault as, as, as Doug's. But uh, everyone's all that. You know, a lot of people tell me that Doug Peoples is a real jerk. I'm like, ever, you ever sat down and talked to him? Mm-hmm. And like, no, I just see him on the football field. I said, well, that's not who he is. He's one of the most kind, gentle guys you'll ever meet. Yep. You know, really puts everything into great perspective. But people say, oh, he's crazy on the football field, so he's a jerk. But no, he's not a jerk. He's a really good guy. And Dougie's the same way. Dougie's fiery on the court. You know, he's, he, you know, he'll, uh, he'll take a shot or two, you know, and then, uh, after the game, you can't believe how nice the kid he is. Yeah. You know, yep. he's the only player that's ever hugged me after I interviewed him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, twice he did. He knocked my uh, knocked my phone out of my hand after the championship game. <laughs> wow. I, I still have I have that saved on my phone. So. <laughs> that is hilarious. But it, yeah. I mean, you, you covered Bob Green. You, we know how he was. You covered Mike yeah. Deist, Um but you get to sit and talk with them outside of football or outside of like Adam Hyatt. You look at him on yeah. the court. You think, what a jerk. But then, oh, yeah, and, and I have the best example is Coach Steve Keller. Until I got to spend time with him and get to know him, I did, yeah. I thought he was just the biggest jerk. Yeah, and, he's kind of scary. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and working for him or with him for the you know last year covering his last season and being the SID up there was was you know I I had gotten to know him over the last few years, but then working with him, he's a completely different dude off the court as he is on the court. And I, I just, I love that about him because he can flip that switch. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Now he's the same night when he came to Butte with uh, coaching Helena back in the day. I, you know, I talked to him after the game, after the DP high and I was a little nervous talking to him and, mm-hmm. you know, then I really got to know him. Now, of course, one of my good friends, we text every once in a while. And uh, I, I just think the world of that guy, but yeah, that's a, just a great example of a coach like that, that, that flips the switch. And then same with Mike Van Deese, you know, uh, Mike Van Deese people probably, he's pretty dang intense during the game. Oh yeah. You know, and, but after the game, he talked to you win or lose. He'd always get, you know, give a good interview. Yep. And then he's just a good person. I remember my friend Bernie Boyle, uh, you know, uh, his son Casey and, and Casey Boyle and Kyle Bergman were killed in 2015 in Iraq in Buttes in August. The first person to call Bernie Boyle, was Mike Van Deese. Mm. And because Bernie's older son, Tom, played, you know, he was a backup uh, lineman. Of course, he has four, four championship rings because he's a backup lineman in the, in the Tyler Emmert days. And, uh, you know, a lot of coaches, would, a lot of people wouldn't even remember your backup lineman, you know. Yep. Coach Van Deese called his dad that morning and was the first guy to call him. And this wow. just, just says so much about Coach Van Deese. I, you know, I have so much respect for that guy. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, but so many people tell me, though, what a jerk he is. I'm like, come on. Oh, and knock it off. <laughs> I was, I, I re, my favorite Van D story, and, and he knows this. We've talked about it a lot, but I was doing a game in Southern Oregon. We didn't have our sideline reporter. So I went down, they went to overtime. And that year I'd been doing 
picks in the paper and I picked Southern Oregon to win. And I, I walk out after failed two point conversion. I walk out onto the field and I said, or he, I didn't even say anything. I'm, I'm live on the air and he goes, I'm not talking to you. He takes a step. He goes, I don't talk to people that pick against us. And, and I thought I was getting fired, Bill. I really did. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. the whole way back from SOU. I'm freaking out thinking, oh, my God, I just this is my second year. <laughs> Whatever. Calling yeah. games and, um, little did I know I'd get fired a few years later, but for a different reason. Um, yeah. But two days later, we talked at the coaches show before and we both said, you know, apologize. And he goes, these guys need to know you're behind them. And I think that is exactly what the double a prep football guys on Facebook need to know is they need to know these players need to know that you're behind them. If you want to keep up and for a couple years, Bill, they did great work. It was fun to watch, but lately it's just gotten so overblown and they think they're media guys like you and I have talked about. Yeah. And it's it's become about them. Yes. Instead of the, the sport they're covering. Yep. You know, that's why else would a guy say I'm the Mac Daddy? <laughs> Which might go down as one of the worst uh, statements oh. of all time. Oh, I mean, that thing went viral, and it still probably is going viral. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like a Bob Green video, man. It went uh, <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> but yeah, in a negative way. Yeah, oh. Coach Green's video goes viral every now and again. You know, someone posts it. I just saw it the other day. Yeah, he's said he's like a he's like a comet. It comes around every so often. <laughs> oh my gosh! I yeah, the first game I called from cell block D down there and at Tech in that concrete shack. Uh, <laughs> the first Carroll Tech game, my wife went with me. Girlfriend at the time went with me, and she heard this just loud guy talking pregame. I'm like, that's Coach Green. So I showed her the video. Yeah. And then at the time, yeah, I think they had the somebody put together the app where you could download on your phone and get get all his quotes. Um, oh, really? oh, it was great. It was great. So she went down and, and he came up for an interview. I mean, this is the tech guy, right? And, yeah. and he's, he did basically the entire third quarter with Greg Upham and I, it was fantastic. Yeah. He's, of course he's one of my, he, he was like almost like a father figure to me too, you know, because yeah. I, I covered him for, I see from around 2001 through, through when he retired, you know, so I got to, I got to meet with him more than his players did, you know, Yep. over those years. And he was, when I got married, he was sitting up close on the aisle doing the Arsenio Hall arm pump, you know, as we were walking <laughs> down the aisle. And, uh, I, I just, I, I love that guy for so many reasons, but, uh, I tell you what, it was, it was so much fun covering him during those years, you know, yep. uh, of course, the the best part was, you know, his quotes that he, you know, the manufactured quotes that he knew he was going to say going in, yeah, were funny. But when he would come up with one on the on the spot, which happened a lot too, and you know, he'd kind of look at you, his mouth would open up, and he'd like wink and point at you. And say, ah. <laughs> I got that's <laughs> you know, a good one. You got that's a good one. I would have to remember that one. You know? Oh, <laughs> so that man. was that was a dream. I mean, that was a, there's not a better you know guy, a young sports writer. Wanting, wanting to have a little fun with his job. There's not a better guy to have to cover than Bob Green. Oh, hands down. Um, hey, Bill, I appreciate the time. Um, read his article. What's your what's your Twitter handle? I forget. That's that full seven four. Full. Oh, you changed it a little bit. It's yeah. Full, or I think that's what it is. Full seven four is my Twitter handle. Okay. And then uh, my website is ButteCast.com. Butecast.com, and it's uh, yeah. Tapper Light. You can read it. You can listen to it. 
it's fantastic stuff. Um, you're getting some great comments, Mac Daddy sidekick. Um, but you brought up the Tommy Malott quote before I let you go. I mean, you talk about a class act and what he said last year after the Cat Grizz game. Oh, I mean, is there is yeah. there anybody better? And my wife is a Carroll grad. She hates tech. You know, she has no connections to the Cats or the Grizz. She goes, I just root for Tommy. Who am I going to root for when he graduates? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the funny thing about Tommy is it's cool seeing the people around the state see what we knew for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, we started hearing about Tommy Malott as a really young kid. His grandma sent me a, uh, a Veterans Day letter he wrote for for school in junior high, and you know, talking about thanking a veteran mm-hmm. for stuff, and uh, it was just tremendous. It bring a tear to your eye when you're reading it, and. And you, you realize how hard he worked, how good he was, you know. And then I see him as a freshman getting in and playing some football for Behind as a freshman and, and watching him work hard all the years. And, you know, I'd go in on, I think it was Wednesday, they'd go meet with Harry Gray during the day for a pregame story. And Tommy'd be in there by the time he was a senior, he was teaching the coaches about their offense mm. and <laughs> going through the film. <laughs> and just a nice kid, never. He's, when you see him like he is, when he's giving a, a talk, that's who he is. He's he's he's, uh, he's a genuinely good guy all the time, you know. And I can't imagine him ever changing. And I it just, I just, I'm just so happy that the world gets to see what we knew for for several years now. Yeah. Um, real quick, before I, I just said this before I let you go, um, Dallas Cook, what a transformation! And now he's yeah. with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, he was a, such a stud in, in high school, broke my Bozeman Hawks back a couple times. But, yeah. you know, you go play quarterback for two years, and then all of a sudden you become a, this giant offensive lineman. Yeah. But, but you talk about a guy that worked his tail off to get to where he is. It reminds me of Alex Singleton. It reminds me of so many guys, Troy Anderson. But Dallas Cook, what a story. Yeah, Dylan Cook. Or Dylan, sorry. Yeah, Dallas yeah, was the brother. Yeah, Dallas, you said it first time, right? Yeah, Dallas was. Uh, and Dallas might have, it could have been the same thing maybe if he'd taken the route, you know. Yeah. But Dylan's a little bigger. Yeah. But, yeah, what a what a great story. And I'm, I'm sure he's going to have to get a restraining order from Coach Lang now that he's playing for the Steelers. This <laughs> <season future. laughs> Coach Lang's going to be calling him every day. Oh, uh, that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but Dylan, Dylan's a good guy, you know. Uh, same kind of deal. And you, we always bonded because we're both Bears fans. And I and I called him up, or I, I texted him. I thought he was in town last, uh, I think it was early February. So I was in town. I said, hey, let's, you want to be in my podcast? He's like, absolutely. And it was like like an hour and a half later, we were meeting at Metals for a podcast. And he kept referring to the Bears as we. And I, at the time, I'm like, hey, the Buccaneers are paying your checks, buddy. <laughs> you know, I would drop the weep. But he's, uh, yeah, he's such a good guy. I'm so happy for him. Uh, this. He, I think he's going to be – I think the sky's the limit for this kid, you know, yep. because he's been playing offensive line for just a few years now. You know, and most of those guys that he was competing with to make the team have probably been linemen since they were little guy football age, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, he's got great athletic ability. He's, uh, he's a big kid. He's a hard worker. And I think he's going to get bigger and stronger even still. I think uh, I think the Steelers are going to get to know him pretty well and, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in that starting lineup here. 
before yeah. too long. Yep. I, Coach Lang restricting <laughs> that. That might be the yeah. best line I've ever heard from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Coach Lang. Oh, he, yeah. You know, he, he, he talks, he, there's three things you talk to Coach Lang about. You talk about his kids, you talk about his football team in Boulder, and you talk about the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, in no particular order. Yeah, yeah. The Steelers make them first a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, that is he's, true. He's, well, he's, I, I, whenever they lose a tough game, I always worry about them. I texted him last night and said, "Dude, I just got Najee Harris in my fantasy draft, third round." He's like, "Great, great steal." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he'll yeah, be on. He's... He'll be on the show tomorrow. I can't wait to talk no. about that. Yeah, I love that guy. He's he's. I've, I've known him since he was the assistant coach for the Sheridan Panthers oh, back man. in the day for for Coach Ed Burke. That's a that's a while ago. Yeah. And a frontier guy, Eastern Oregon Mountaineer. Yeah, yeah, just a just a good guy. Yeah. You know, his wife unfortunately she's not coaching anymore. But she she was she one of the good ones too. Oh yeah. You know, and her and her assistant when I refereed basketball last year. That was one of the best places that I went to referee. Of course I was I'm just I was just freshman J V, you know, because that's my first year. And hopefully I'm going to stay just freshman, Jamie. You don't get yelled at as much that way. But uh, yeah. she, uh, I mean, their, their coach is dealing with them. Of course, their AD over there, Mookie, is a Butte guy. Mm-hmm. You know, they treated us right. Well, their former superintendent, Tim Norbeck, Butte guy. Yeah. So. We, 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 we'll give him away, though. We claim that. He's, he's close to walk. So. <laughs> so, Timmy grew up not too far from me. He grew up in Flat Street, okay. which is in Centerville. Not far from Walkerville, a little bit closer to Walkerville where I was from in Centerville, but not Timmy's. Timmy's a great guy. Who's, uh, I'm going to have him on my podcast here real soon. Yeah, he, One of my uh, favorite people. He did games with me for a year, and we had a blast on road trips, man. He was yeah. great. Yeah, did he let you get a word in when you're calling the games, though? He talks a lot. Well, that was what I had to talk to him about. He goes, after the first <laughs> game, I'm like, you know, the hand signals just – Stop it. Yeah. Okay, let me let me get let me set the play and then you can take over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't you can't be doing color commentary through the next three plays. Could you imagine him and Greg Upham and Bob Green doing a game together? Oh boy. That My wife <laughs> you know what, we should make this happen and do a co hosting one day and get Carson Cunningham and Bob Green on the air at the same time. Because it's too <laughs> complete I mean, Bob Green, the screaming, the yelling, that's just who he is, yeah. and Carson talking about you know, science and whatnot. I used to tell Rob Tesh and all the officials, I'm like, you guys tee him up because he says something, you don't know what it means. So you have to look it up on the internet after the game and find <laughs> yeah. out it wasn't that bad of a deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta Google what the heck you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Hey Bill, keep up the great work. Uh, appreciate you coming on. And uh, if you ever are in need of a podcast guest, reach out absolutely we got to make that happen yeah i'd love to do a show with you sometime that'd be uh, all right we'll, we'll head up to helen and we'll go meet at a nice establishment up there hey i like that idea we can have a beer and talk uh talk over our mutual interests <laughs> sounds good buddy i hey, appreciate your time thanks bill talk to you soon all right see you, buddy uh, Bill Foley joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle, it's your home, it's your auto, it's your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller, State Farm in Helena today. That was a lot of fun. Bill Foley, a wealth of knowledge. Take a break. We'll come back to the off-the-wall advertising man cave. We'll check in with East Helena high coach Tyler Murray after the Vigilante's big win at Harden. Big, tough home test this week as Billing Central comes to town. He joins us next here Jason Walker Show. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. If you are truly looking to get away for a weekend, let Auto Concepts get you started. Introducing the Overlander Camping Setup. The tent fits right on top of your truck, sleeps three, and features an LED light bar and USB connections. It's easy to travel with and pack up to get you away from everyone and up off the ground. Auto Concepts also will get your rig detailed to look good for the summer to make sure your vehicle looks sharp inside and out. Auto Concepts does window tinting, lift kits, cattle guards, and more. Everything your vehicle needs. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back to the segment, the final one of the day, brought to you by Bowser's Lucky Dog Casino. Stop in, drink, and gamble responsibly. Great staff over there. Make sure you check out Continental Divide Radio at jasonwalkershow.com, where you can uh, check it out online, wherever you do your searches. Continental Divide Radio. Good stuff. 
Uh, East Helena, speaking of good stuff, football team picked up its first win of the season. Now one and one on the year. Big win at Harden or at uh, yeah at Harden. And joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, talk about that one and look ahead to Friday night's big matchup with Billings Central as the head coach Tyler Murray here on the Jason Walker Show. I told you last week, Coach, I would talk to you after uh, the first win of the season, and lo and behold, here we go, a big win at Harden on the road Saturday. What uh, what were your takeaways? Well, yeah, I think our kids played hard the second half. Um, they, they traveled well. It was a tough situation. I have to leave at 6 a.m. and, and uh, you know, go the whole way there, uh, that sort of thing. But uh, first half was a little rough, so we challenged them a little bit at halftime, uh, had to play harder, a little bit harder, and uh, more physical, and matched it a little bit. So got, a, got ourselves a win, and a good win, and it's an early season win, which gives you confidence as you uh, roll through the season, right? Yeah, getting one uh, earlier in the year definitely helps. Uh, now we can kind of build on build on what we have coming up next. Which is a tough one, which we'll talk about here in a second as we talk to East Helena football coach Tyler Murray. Who impressed you uh, with the way that second half went and how those guys responded? Uh, I, we had a few kids step up. Um, I think our, you know, we're still pretty young, but our seniors this this year are, uh, you know, there's a few of them, but they are quality. I think um, I think those seniors, they toughed it out. They gritted it out a little bit. Uh, that second half, like I said, we kind of needed some leadership that way. So um, they were the ones that led the charge there. So I'm proud of those guys for that. Oh, for sure. And, you know, you're going to rely. We talked about it last week. You're going to rely on senior leadership for a while here uh, to get you through this season. You mentioned a tough one this week as Billing Central comes to town. Your first look at the Rams, uh, and uh, you know they got a nice win last week. You guys are still looking for your first home win. You've won two games in varsity, both on the road. How important is it to get a one at home? Yeah, obviously that's uh, we're just in a unique situation still, but uh, that'd be. It's going to be a fun one to get it at home uh, when that time comes. And, and uh, you know, you don't know when it's going to come. And you just prepare and give yourself a chance. And, and uh, you know, just we want to be as prepared as we can be for every single team that we play, no matter how good uh, they are supposed to be or not, or however they're ranked. Or we just want to be ready to go for that team. So, um, yeah, it would be, it'd be great. You know how good Billing Central is. Uh they're pretty good with Adam Balkenbush, Braden Flores. I mean, they've got a very, very good offense and a couple of good running backs as well. But what have you seen on film that you're looking to potentially exploit? Yeah, they're pretty sound uh, overall, offense and defense. Uh, like you said, they have some very good players. Um, so when we, at least for me as a football coach, I – um, I look at their roster a little bit. I look at their numbers. Um, that, is, that doesn't mean I don't care to know their names, but I just don't know their names. So I don't use them throughout the week. So um, if, if I had numbers, I could tell, tell you who they are. And then after, kind of after the game, I start thinking about, oh, that was that kid. But, right. um, no, I think, like I said, they're pretty sound. Um, Coach Stanton does a great job. He always has. I mean, shoot, we were talking about it yesterday, me and Coach Ferris. Um, 
you know, Coach Hurst is a Dillon guy, so they played Billing Central however many times, and I was at Hamilton and Stevensville, and we played Billing Central every year, um, whether it was preseason, week zero stuff back in the day, or mm-hmm. even uh, playoffs. So I think they're pretty disciplined and pretty sound. And with that experience between yourself and Coach Ferris, I mean, you guys obviously know what Coach Stanton wants to do on both sides of the ball. Uh, does that help you? I think just, yeah, kind of coming into the week, you know, on on Sunday, once we finally got um, to Billing Central, we were able to come up with a, a you know, a general plan and watching film together, that sort of thing, um, getting, getting a plan for that uh, a little bit faster than maybe if we were just fresh and never seen Billing Central before. So mm-hmm. that definitely helps a little bit. What's it like having a guy like Coach Ferris on the sidelines or up in the box, but they're at practice every day? Because, I mean, this guy, he's hes a football guy, the Ferris football family, really, down there from Dillon. But what's it like having him on the sidelines? Oh, it's been great. Um, he's uh, hes fun to be around for, for me and the coaches and the players. Um, he's, he's very committed to the program. He spends a lot of time um, on the defense and, and with his defensive backs and receivers and stuff like that. So um, he's just a great uh, addition to the staff. He's been here since I've been here, and, and uh, I'm really glad he's here. What's he teach? He teaches math. Oh, okay. so he's smart. He is. He's SMRT. <laughs> oh, those Ferris guys, man, they're pretty good dudes. Talking with Tyler yep. Murray, he's Helen, a football coach here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Uh, big weekend in football. I know you guys played during the Grizz game, but were you able to watch a little bit of the Cat game at all? And, and what's your what was your thoughts on the Big Sky? Um, no, yeah, I did. I watched the one, obviously the big one highlight of the uh, of Grizz uh, <laughs> game, but then watched a little bit of the Cats game as we as we were driving back. Um, it's kind of funny. We had college game day on an iPad with a tether, um, hooked it up to the ceiling of the bus and watch college game day at 7 a.m. So that was kind of fun um, when we were going through three forks. So, um, yeah, no, I think the, the big sky, I, that's the hard thing. I told the kids this yesterday. I, I don't get to watch very much college football or even NFL football. We're, I'm spending time watching ourselves and, right. and other teams. So I get to watch a, a couple games here and there and, and try to catch those, but I don't have a good synopsis of the big sky right now. I'm sure you got you know there's enough of you guys around that know the frontier um pretty good opening week for the frontier conference. Yes, I do. We do keep tabs in the frontier pretty well, so Bulldogs won, that's always a great day. <laughs> uh coach Norse has a rolling down there. He's got himself another good quarterback it looks like. Yep, white shoes and winning. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, yesterday was National Cheese Pizza Day. Are you what what's your go-to pizza? I'm a uh, I'm a jalapeno anything um, kind of pizza guy. So really, uh, it could be jalapeno, uh, pineapple. Oh, uh, you know, you know the barbecue chicken, jalapeno, uh, red onion type of thing. So that that's my go-to there. So you just like spicy? I like spicy foods. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do too, but I don't know if I could do a jalapeno on the on the pizza. I'll have to try that. You got to try it out. Little pepperoni jalapeno. Yep. All right. 
Hey, Coach, appreciate the time as always. Good luck this week. Get that first uh, home win against a very good Rams team. We'll talk next week, but uh, have a great day at the school today. I appreciate it, Jason. Yeah, we'll have a great day. It's always a great day to be a vigilante out here at East Stone High School. I told him, I said, that you got to say that after every phone call now. Tyler Murray joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And because uh, you always have, it's a great day to be a cat, a great day to be a Grizz, great day to be a Sam, Battling Bear, whatever it is. Great day to be a vigilante. So there you go. Big one, 7 o'clock Friday night at uh, East Helena, Billing Central. Coming to town. It is Wednesday, September the 6th, 2023. It is National Coffee Ice Cream Day and National Read a Book Day. So there you go. On this date in 1905, Chicago White Sox pitcher Frank Smith, no hits Detroit. 1975 U.S. Open women, Chris Everett wins the first of her six U.S. singles titles. 1995, Cal Ripken Jr. breaks Lou Gehrig's record, plays in his 2,131st straight game. And a happy birthday today to uh, John Melcher, 1924, member of the U.S. House of Representatives from the great state of Montana, uh, born in Sioux City, Iowa. So for everybody that complains, I don't care what side you're on, complains about, well, this guy's from out of state. This guy's from out of state. John Melcher was from born in Iowa and moved to Montana. So don't give me any of that. Oh, he's from another state. Anyway, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Stop in for pasta Zydeco, jambalaya, catfish, po'boys, you name it. Cajun, they got it. Cafe Zydeco. On Euclid in Helena. Had a great show today. It was a lot of fun catching up with uh, Bill Foley. You can follow him on the Twitter at Foles74. ButteCast.com. Great article, Tapper Light, this week talking about those trying to live vicariously through your kids. And we talked about a lot of other stuff. If you missed any of it, you can go to JasonWalkerShow.com. And anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple, iTunes, it's all over the place. Make sure you check out Continental Divide Radio. Let me know, too, at Jay Walker Sports. Do you want a morning show on Continental Divide Radio? Thanks to our great sponsors. Thanks to Tyler Murray, Bill Foley, and you for watching or listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Clint Lang will join us. Townsend coach Joe Horn and SWX reporter Austin Parr. Wax is poetic on the Bobcats. See you tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.